to me. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast, the only podcast from Sunningham Tramick, now interviewing somebody from Sunnyvale. That's right, today we've got Randy from Sunnyvale. How are you doing? You're in Michigan for the cheeseburger picnic tour. Yes, I am. It's awesome. Feeling a little cold today? <laughs> today is a little damp and cold, but we've had some really nice sunny days, and there's some really good cheeseburgers in this state, I must say. Yeah, I subsist solely on cheeseburgers and the like. <laughs> and there's something else here that we see all over the place. I think they're called uh, pasties. Is that what they're called? Oh, yeah, that's it, right. They look like a cheeseburger, but the bun just goes around the meat totally. Yeah, it's actually something. good for portable hamburger snacking. You can go around town with yeah. your pasty, wave it around carelessly. And the meat won't fall out or meat nothing. fall out at all. Until you bite it, and then you're in trouble, right? Yeah, and well, it's the, then it's just all about gravity and right. centripetal force. Right. Yeah. You know, the kind of things that, that you uh, learn about in a trailer park. That's why we have you here on the podcast today. We want to know the ins and outs of trailer park life, specifically Sunnyvale, because Scott Castigators all want to live in a very closed-in society like this, but... I've, I've found that overwatching through my anthropological studies of trailer park boys that things get rowdy. Anthropological? I don't even know what that means. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Sounds like an ant and a poe and logical. I got those. Yeah, so, it's basically uh, what it is. It's a something logical. Well, I can tell you, living in Sunnyvale Trailer Park, it's not always rosy. And I'm the assistant trailer park supervisor. Right, so you're like right. high in the... In the hierarchy. That's right, exactly. But I'm the guy that has to collect the lot fees mm-hmm. that are due each month. And sometimes people don't want to pay. Or they spend their lot fee money on liquor and dope. And if that's the case, you're in trouble because you have to pay the piper, so to speak. So it's not a free place to be. You know, some people live in sheds. Right. Which they, they may Smaller or may lot not fee, right? you know, have power. Yeah. And actually, you don't charge a shed fee. It's, you charge the trailer a lot, and everyone's allowed to have one or two sheds for sure on their property. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, you talk about a closed society and things like we live out on the Atlantic Ocean, and sometimes you get hurricanes and storms and craziness. Right. So you have to make sure that you have like an adequate supply of, of burgers in your freezer, you know, to be able to cook them up or onion rings or whatever you're going to eat. I, I like cheeseburgers and onion rings. But um, you also, it's nice to have a generator with right. a little, uh, uh, you know, a five-gallon uh, thing of gas for it. Because then if, if the power goes out, you can plug your freezer into it. And then that keeps all your burger meat or whatever's in your freezer cold and frozen. Otherwise, you might just have to have a great big picnic and let everybody eat your stuff. Which is not bad. But then the next day you have no food and then you're in trouble. So, okay. What, yeah. Where can one get a generator? Would like, do you have to go to the hardware store, or could like a car in the backyard work? You could use a car in okay. the backyard. It depends. Um, or you could get these the inverter things for your car to mm-hmm. run and, and plug it in. But then you got to make sure you have the gas, extra gas. Now you're so, saying words I don't know. You know, for me, I just like to have extra propane tanks for my barbecue for barbecuing and some extra gas. 
because I mean, we always I mow the lawn at the at the playground, and and I do work around the Centerville Trailer Park. And sometimes some people I like, take care of their lawns for them if the, you know they're a senior or something. You get paid and extra for taking care of the lawns. A little bit, yes. You okay. know, sometimes if they don't have money, they might give me a little bit of weed. I mean, I smoke weed in my little honey bong, and then I mow a lawn real quick. It's awesome. It's fun. Right. Yes, I like that. <laughs> But uh, the people in, in Sunnyvale, for the most part, are pretty good. Yeah, we uh, sometimes Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles can be dickweeds. Oh, it's, is it those? Is that is that the really the locust, or is there more crime and we just don't hear about it? Well, those guys, some it seems to follow them. Okay. You know, you, then you all of a sudden Cyrus comes around, and Cyrus is you know he's a dickweed for sure. Mm-hmm. Or you Terry and Dennis, or you know Sam Losco, the caveman, he'll come flying through. So. You just it's just because it seems to follow shit seems to follow shit birds, you know? Right. And that's what it is. It's just the shit storm follows the shit birds and the shit flock. Right. And then shit is everywhere and then I have to clean it up. You know, uh, poor Randers. Right. That's what the idea is. And I wear white pants and it's very hard to keep the white pants clean. Exactly. It's very difficult. Do you have like the hanger upon hanger upon hanger of white pants like pressed and ready or do you really just keep like two or three pairs three pairs three pairs that's all three pairs oh wow yeah so one for the weekends two for during the week you rotate and uh and of course if i do unfortunately if i get into a fight i take my pants off and there's a reason because the pants are tight a bit restrictive you can't move yeah but you don't want to ruin your white pants on the ground and get a grass stain on them or something and it's true if if someone sees you coming at them in your underwear i wear tidy whities i like tidy whities they're very they keep all your parts in place and if someone sees you coming, they're kind of scared of that because it, it looks a little bit intimidating. Yeah. You know, there's monkeys that fight and they fight with an erection. And That's if right. I saw an erect monkey coming towards me, I think I'd run the other way because they're very strong. It's a very strong animal. I heard this story of these monkeys. One monkey got a birthday cake and all the other monkeys got jealous. And they attacked the guy who gave the birthday cake to the other monkey and ripped him to shreds. It's a true story. That's horrible. So I think, like, the tidy whitey image is probably some, like, deep, like, Jungian response to seeing enormous muscled primates charging at you. You're like, I don't know what's going to stay on my body. It could be. So if, if the monkeys were, if he would have took his pants off, and maybe tried to get an <laughs> erection, maybe he wouldn't have gotten That's right. Up, like, you know, because then he, they would have been intimidated. But Yeah, you got to fight fire with fire in these kind of cases. Yes, and there's, you know, it's the same thing, a mountain lion. Right. You, you don't run from it, because as soon as you turn from it, it will pounce on you, and you're dead. But you yell at it and freak out at it and make yourself real big, you know, put your arms up like a Bigfoot. That's the thing Sam about Sunnyvale, right? Is like all these creatures and and all these all these events happen that you wouldn't expect in a trailer park. Let's like you have celebrities roll through. You had that mountain lion Steve and the French, same yes, yes. <laughs> Steve French, Steve came French. Through. That was because Ricky was growing a field of weed. Yeah, and and he liked to eat the weed. Yeah, and as uh, everyone knows, large cats do. For sure. I mean, it's it's probably got some proteins in it, and, you know, vegetables are good for you. Yeah, catnip and, is basically small weed, right? right? That's what it would be, yes. Yeah. And then they run around in circles and go right crazy and try to tear your pant leg off, yes. Yeah, yes. but it was a very playful mountain lion if I, re- I reviewed the tapes of the incident. He scared me because when I was barbecuing, he came up and he had, like, I'm basically, I look like a piece of, of re- an hors d'oeuvre for an animal like that because I don't have the shirt, so he'd just be able to 
chomp right into me. Yeah. And I was I was making some Viagra burgers for, for me and Mr. Leahy, <laughs> which is just a cheeseburger with a, the blue pill in the middle. So and, uh, I'm kind of curious. You, did, you, did you have any of these cheeseburger, Viagra cheeseburgers before the incident? I didn't, but when he did, he got horny and banged Trevor because <laughs> oh, that's right. Trevor was wearing a leopard coat okay. and ruined our camper trailer. Friggin' ruined it. Yeah. Did your life flash before your eyes when you saw that cat? I thought he was a tiger. Okay. But then, then I was told later that he was a mountain lion. But anyway, it's, it did scare me a little bit. It scared, you know, it's crazy when you see something like that big. His paws were as big as my head. And, wow. uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was something else. But yes, there's been some rock bands coming through the trailer park, you know. We had Mr. Snoop Dogg come through. He's a real smart guy, and he's a really good rapper. He can rhyme. Yeah. yeah and uh, J-Rock thought he was pretty good, but geez, I think Snoop Dogg's way better than J-Rock. J-Rock's- did, they ever, did they ever go toe-to-toe? They they did as something at the Legion a little bit, but I didn't. They no toe-to-toe. They just they got along good, but boy... You know, he's, he likes his blunts. He's a, you know, I have my honey bong. He has his blunts. And uh, yeah, he was really cool. And it's Sebastian Bach, Skid mm-hmm. Row. He right. came through. And he's rock and roll. He's like a real rock and roller. And uh, he bought Ricky's honey oil, a great big tank of it that tasted like maple syrup. Do people come to, like, Sunnyvale celebrity watching? I think, I don't know if they look, well, when they hear someone might be around... Mm-hmm. They will come in, and then I got to make sure. Like I work the gate, yeah. And sometimes, you know, sometimes people will be nice if I know them. I'll let them through, you know. But if I don't, if they're a stranger and they look like you know recalcitrant recidivist reprobates, I don't let them into the park because it's it's Sunnyvale. It's our park. You know, you don't want to. It's good if you can handle problems yourself. Yeah. Right? You don't want to have to bother the fire department or the police department. You want to be able to take care of a situation. And you know, those guys are busy, those guys and gals. But if there's, say, a, a domestic dispute, yeah, I get a call and I'll go down and, and, and I'll ask them to turn the music down and stop telling each other to fuck off and, you know, be nice, right? Right, right. That's what I do. It's, it's the way it goes. And usually it does work. Sometimes I might get a, a spatula slapped across my belly or something, but... Anyway, for the most part, we can work it out. Sometimes yeah. we have to call the boys in blue. Right. They're handsome. They are handsome. They <laughs> and you just love it when they are. Then a guy in uniform looks so good. The girls look good, too, but the boys, oh, boy. It does Unreal. something special to boys, yeah. right? It does. It makes them look extra, super fantastic. Yeah. yeah. All buttoned up, uniform. That's right. Mr. Leahy was a policeman. Yeah. yeah Do you think he wore always wore the khakis because like it was a callback to having a uniform? I think partly yes, and I think he found them very comfortable. They they were made of cotton, so they breathed, and mm, uh, and he also important. I think he also liked you know safari. He's you know, was kind of like a safari man. Right? Okay. Yeah, and it's all you know it, it's long sleeve shirts usually will keep the sun off you. The sun can be bad. Mm-hmm. Now for me, I can't wear shirts, and uh, mm-hmm. they, I just get a rash all over my body. It's horrible. I don't know what it is. Mr. Lay said a, a horse pissed on me when I was a youngster, but I I just think <laughs> the doctors couldn't fix it. They couldn't could not fix it. So. Uh, I can wear pants, but no shirts, and uh, you know, frigate, you know, less laundry. Don't even have to match, you know. I, I say frig shirts. Why not? Why not? You know, you know, a lot of movements are centered around friggin' shirts. It's true. You it's know, true. You're restricted. Yeah, shirt restricted. So Scott Cast wants to live underground because we fear there's going to be a sun apocalypse. And since you are shirtless all the time, I feel like it's only right to offer you an always standing invitation to come into Scott Cast City just in case the sun 
isn't uh, treating you too well and form your own Sunnyvale beneath the sun and the crust. That's a good offer. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. Thank you for that. Bring bring everybody you want. Even the recidivist if you want. We have a we have a police force if you need. Oh, really? Yeah, they're okay. called the Hamtramck Avengers. I see. Yeah, they okay. they run around and tackle people against dumpsters. That's the only Holy cow, they're strong then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. Well, that's what you need sometimes. Yeah. You never know. Well, something, you know, these things might happen. I mean, have you seen the zombie stuff that's out there? Like, right. zombies could come out and get us. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, there's a lot of end-of-the-world movies that are out that scare me. Right, right. right. Every, every time one comes out, I'm rethinking my defense plan. Yeah, they used to have bomb shelters way, 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 way a long time ago. Yeah. You know, and they put your canned goods down there, and you'd make sure you had your video games hooked up. right. Yeah. We're, it's basically that concept, just citywide. Right. Okay. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's, a big, that's a big, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. Very large hole. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you said it, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Randy. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your wisdom about trailer parks. I think this of our first expert interview regarding this large project, I think, I, I think we're starting in the right place, the culture. And... You highlighted a lot of the best things about Sunnyvale, the self-sustaining, self-policing. And, you know, I kind of like it a little rowdy. Why not? Yeah, it can't be, can't be perfect and just quiet all the time. Then life would be boring. Exactly. But, you know, during the week after, say, 11 o'clock, that's the time of something, you know, little kids got to sleep and stuff, right? The weekends, let it go. Right. I'm the weekend trailer park supervisor, and the weekends go crazy in Sunnyvale, so just watch those weekends. <laughs> okay. That's right. It's my pleasure to be here. It's good meeting you. Thank you, Randy. All right. All right. From the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast, I bid thee adieu.